Hi there, folks. Welcome to the program. This is Stinchfield, the podcast. Some real myths flying around America. Uh, I will tell you what. The first being this idea that Islamophobia has taken over the United States when literally anti-Semitism is what is taking over the United States. We are at a point in time now where I'm looking at the United States and I'm seeing these leftist lunatics act like Nazis in Germany in 1930 and 1940. So that's what I'm seeing. It's not Islamophobia, it's anti-Semitism, and yet the Biden administration comes out and says Islamophobia is the big problem. The other issue that is a total myth is that all of the innocent civilians of Gaza, the innocent Palestinians, that's a myth too. There may be a few innocent Palestinians, but by and large, most of them completely support what Hamas is doing. They would like nothing more than to see Israel eradicated and the United States eradicated as well. I'm going to prove all of that today. Um, We're going to go through a lot of sound bites for you, and we'll break it all down. Of course, the show is brought to you by Midas Gold Group, MidasGoldGroup.com, 855-322-GOLD, 855-322-GOLD, MidasGoldGroup.com. Look, chaos is an understatement. Now's the time to put your money into precious metals. I urge you to check out Midas Gold Group to do it. Let's get the party started. Uncensored and unapologetic. This is Stenchfield. Here's your host, Grant Stenchfield. Well, folks, the weakness coming out of the Biden administration really is despicable to me. I guess it's par for the course. You expect it, but it does get old. And it leaves me shaking my head. What is going on? I've got to believe there are Democrats out there as well that are saying, you know what? This can't be true. When when Kamala Harris comes out and announces that um, she, when when Kamala Harris comes out and announces that um, they're going to do a safety summit talking about Islamophobia, even Democrats have to be like, are you kidding me? And for the United States, that we will continue to honor the importance of, of the Palestinian people and their right to self-determination and dignity. I mean, this is insanity, folks. Insanity. I am proud to announce the Biden-Harris administration will develop our nation's first national strategy to counter Islamophobia. This strategy will be a comprehensive and detailed plan to protect Muslims and those perceived to be Muslim from hate, bigotry, and violence, and to address the concern that some government policies may discriminate against Muslims. Muslims? Folks, Jews were just slaughtered in Israel. We have Jewish students on college campuses across America that literally cannot walk down the the, the campus without being accosted, terrorized, uh, just just groped, you name it. Um, I saw this. This was um, on Harvard campus. There's a Jewish student walking down the campus, and this is what happens to him. He gets surrounded by these pro-Hamas loons. Now, folks, honestly, nobody should be subjected to that. And I mean, nobody should be subjected to that. The college professors, the college presidents, administration needs to be speaking out against that. And instead, what do you get? Columbia University president 
comes out and says she admires the persistence and perseverance of pro-Hamas students on her campus. Are you kidding me? Admires the persistence and perseverance? That's craziness. All across America, you are seeing uh, Jews just absolutely terrorized. This is a pro-Palestine lunatic. How would you describe a Jew? They're they're devils. Who's at fault? The Jews. The Jews. Always been a problem. So if they do take Palestine, where do the 12 million Jews go? Go to hell. That's the literal slogan. All right. And you think Islamophobia is the problem in America. Islamophobia is not the problem. Um, you know this story about the six-year-old that was killed, and and God bless this this kid. Um, the six-year-old that was killed uh, by a deranged lunatic landlord, which now there's evidence that says this landlord may have been drunk, may have been just crazy. It may not have anything to do with him being Muslim, but the left is using that as an example of Islamophobia when they refuse to acknowledge what's really going on. Uh, across across America, and and that is Jewish students being accosted left and right. Look at this fight breaks out in Tulane. That's a Jewish student getting hit with sticks, and Kamala Harris wants to tell you that Islamophobia is the problem. You understand what their ultimate goal is. Their ultimate goal is to divide us. Their ultimate goal is to conquer us. So they're going to use this narrative. They're going to play into the radicals. And let's face it, Islamic jihadists are radicals. I believe there are many of them here in the United States. Democrat Party wants to garner favor with them. I don't know whether it's for votes or to sow chaos in America. But the ultimate goal is to put this on the white man. And Jews, I believe, are probably perceived as white people, which many of them are. Um, So they are white folks that are the oppressors. But again, when you talk about Islamophobia, I would turn to the Jewish students who are experiencing this across America. The Jews. Those words were said not here on Amsterdam, not on Broadway. Those words were said in Jerome Green Hall, Columbia's law school building. To be clear, I know this incident in fact occurred because it happened to me. I was the one who the anti-Semite chose to direct that message to. Yesterday, on a Cornell online discussion forum, someone threatened to slit the throats of Jews. Jewish students were scared to leave their rooms and the kosher dining hall was locked down. Folks, maybe what we need is a task force to tackle anti-Semitism in America. And I will ask this, if you're Jewish in America today, how do you support the Democrat Party that has literally turned its back on you? I used to say it turned its back on Israel, which plays such a role for Jewish people across the globe. It's turned its back on American Jews here at home. The Democrat Party now says, you know what, screw you. We're going to side with... uh, Muslims and protect them from Islamophobia when literally the people being tormented are Jews across the country. All right. You also have John Kirby going off the map on certain things. I'm going to play some of that. The other myth of course is Palestine 
all being innocent, not the case. But before we get to that, I want to tell you about um, this this new movie that is out that I've played somewhat of a role in promoting online called Police State. It's Dinesh D'Souza's latest movie, and uh, it, it's a must-see. So Police State exposes government's relentless persecution of the conservative MAGA movement. That's all of us, Stinchfield's army. The America as we know and love is becoming more and more like a police state. I've talked about it on this program. Totalitarian agenda that's treating conservative Americans like criminals. The FBI has turned its eyes away from the real dangers in the world to target what they call domestic terrorists. Dinesh spells all of this stuff out. You've got this police state government that is now threatening people like you, like me, who speak our minds and stand up for freedom, freedom of speech, religion, our God-given American liberties. Again, directed by Dinesh D'Souza, Debbie D'Souza, Bruce Schooley, and uh, Police State sounds the alarm. Uh, If you demand freedom, I'm going to tell you right now, they are coming after you. You have to see this movie, Police State. Buy it or stream it now at policestatefilm.net. That is policestatefilm.net, okay? policestatefilm.net. I want you to go there and check it out. All right, so um, I told you John Kirby uh, is out of control. This is one of the president's chief spokespeople. Let's listen. President Biden said, I want to thank our partners in the region and particularly Qatar. The leader of Hamas lives in Qatar. So why is President Biden thanking them for anything? Oh, geez, Peter. Let's take a step back here and look at this. Oh, geez, Peter. Gee, Davey. <laughs> um, Hamas is harboring the leader, excuse me, Qatar is harboring the leader of Hamas. And Joe Biden's out there thanking Qatar? Cutter was they they are a terrorist group that killed Americans and kidnapped Americans within the last month. Peter, Cutter has been helpful in getting those Americans out. I'm sure you would agree with me, and everybody at your network would agree that getting American hostages out is a good thing. Getting American hostages out is most certainly a good thing, but let me explain to you what Cutter is doing. Cutter is housing, harboring, and safeguarding the leader of Hamas. That's a problem. If Qatar was really sincere, they would capture that guy and turn him over to the United States or Israel. What Qatar is really doing is trying to broker a ceasefire. So they say, oh, we'll negotiate for terror, uh, for hostages here. But while we're negotiating for hostages, you have to do a ceasefire. And hey, America, if you want your American hostages, put pressure on Israel to cease fire. It's a rope-a-dope play. Sucking America in to try to broker a ceasefire all the while Hamas does its thing. Qatar is not being sincere about all of this stuff. And and John Kirby should should know that. So he also should know that Islamophobia is not a thing, but he goes down that road too. This strategy is born from a genuine desire to go after the kind of hate in America that could lead to real threats of violence against real people. Our, our fellow citizens who have, who are of, of the Muslim faith or um, uh, in the Arab community and Palestinian community. What about the Jewish community? 
And excuse me, Black Lives Matter, when they took to the streets, you didn't care about them either. Black Lives Matter was literally spewing hate towards white people like I've never seen before. Everything's switched in this country now. It seems to me like white people are the enemy. I have no problems with people of color. Come on, it's America. I don't care. I teach my son to be colorblind. The left, now the Democrats, teach their kids that there's a difference between blacks and whites and and there's a difference between Islamics and white people. There's a difference between Hispanics and white people. But notice it's always the white person that's the oppressor. This whole thing with Israel and Hamas all plays into the oppressor mentality. That's why you have legitimate idiots that are supporting Palestine when they have no idea what Palestine believes in and their value system. So I saw this, speaking of which, I saw this video on Instagram, which is just hilarious. This guy goes to uh, a college campus, I think, and he wants to have people sign a petition in support of Palestine, support Palestine. But then he reads them the terms and conditions. Now, let's just review here. The people of Palestine, the Muslims there, Hamas or not, believe that a woman's skin should be covered from head to toe, should not show anything. They believe that if you're gay, homosexual, you should either be jailed or killed, pushed off a rooftop, okay? They believe that non-believers should be killed. That means Christians, Jews, Muslims who don't believe in radical thinking should be killed. They believe in Sharia law, where basically women have zero rights at all. Um, And the list goes on and on and on. So those are the terms and conditions that need to be spelled out when you're signing on your support for Palestine. Well, clearly people in America have no idea about what Palestinians actually support. Doing a, a quick petition to help Hamas free Palestine. Uh, you're all in. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh yeah, you're in. Easy. I just have- notice he said Hamas. He didn't even say Palestine. A petition to help Hamas free Palestine. Read terms and conditions, just so okay. you know you know what you're signing. Okay. By supporting Hamas freeing Palestine, you agree to the following. You agree that every Jew, Christian, and non-Muslim in the world must be slaughtered. I don't know about that one. You endorse making homosexuality punishable by jail or death. Oh no, no, I don't. You don't agree with that? You believe Iran should use Palestinians as puppets to spread radical jihad and destroy the West? No? Nope. I'm glad I read the uh, terms yeah. and agreements. You support strict Sharia law, which bans women from showing their knees, hair, playing sports in public, not being able to travel without a man's permission. I'm sorry. Not interested? Oh, okay. Oh, the terms and conditions. What happened? You didn't read the terms and conditions? Just like you don't read the terms and conditions of TikTok where they can spy on you through your phone. You got to read the terms and conditions. The terms and conditions of Hamas are they are a terroristic, anti-human rights cockroach of a group that should be eradicated. They should be eradicated because they're terrorists and they will kill innocent civilians to get their way. See, they're real terrorists. They're, They're terrorists. They have a political end game. And that is them taking over the world. Um, not a good thing at all. Now, who's pulling the strings for Palestine, Hamas? Who do you think? Well, Iran and China. Iran's going to be a bully, and they're going to be continue to be a bully unless they are threatened. Uh, the reason why they stay within their boundaries 
underneath President Trump is because they were afraid of him. If you strike them back, Rob, they will back down. They're going to say awful things, but they'll back down. And we have to take this head of the snake off. So that is Senator Mark Wayne Mullins on my buddy Rob Schmidt's show over at Newsmax. Basically saying you've got to take Iran down. I'm at the point now where you've got the leader of Hezbollah literally threatening the United States of America, saying that don't try anything. We're going to go after you. America's the great Satan. You're the evil one. Uh, Your warplanes will be shot down. They're literally threatening America. First thing you do is take out Hezbollah. Next, I think what you have to do is you've got to take out Iran's nuclear facilities. I've said that over and over again. You take out their oil refineries. I've said that over and over again. And then you move on to the other countries that are taking in Iranian oil. Any processor of Iranian oil, any foreign entity that's processing Iranian oil, you sanction them, you seize their assets. Any vessel that moves Iranian oil, you sanction them, you seize their assets, you take away their licenses to move, you don't allow them into certain ports. Um, all of this could be done. Any entity that takes part in the buying and selling of Iranian oil, you sanction them. You know, the Biden administration did just the opposite. They lifted sanctions on Iranian oil. So Iranian now is making about $80 billion a year on its oil. $80 billion. And who's buying it? China. China's buying it because it knows if it props Iran up, if it props Russia up, It drags the United States into these proxy wars, and lo and behold, America is weak and sucked in to all of this stuff. Um, Hey, folks, uh, real quick, before I get into a little bit more of this, you see this shirt that I'm wearing? Uh, I totally love it. It's my Defender Gear shirt. I've got a ton of Defender Gear shirts. I can show you the whole thing. His truth is marching on. Um, They're very, very, very cool shirts. Uh, They say that you are literally part of a team when you put this on. This is what it says to the world. So I want you to go to defender-gear.com forward slash grant. Use promo code grant15 and you get 15% off. This is not just a brand. This is a team. This is a statement. It is more than apparel. It is a symbol of love for our great nation. All of us together wearing Defender gear makes us, well, quite frankly, part of Stinchfield's army. These shirts are what it is all about. It's not just clothing. So when I wear a shirt like this, basically, it's saying I'm standing up to tyranny. All right? And I want you to echo that sentiment as well, that we should live freely without fear, without an oppressive system, infringing on our rights. That's what Defender Gear is all about. Defender-gear.com forward slash grant. Use promo code grant15. Defender-gear.com forward slash grant. Use promo code grant15 for 15% off. Great group of people over there that are running Defender Gear. All right. So I told you some Myths. One, the myth that Islamophobia is a huge problem in the United States. It is not. As we've shown you, Jewish hate is way more of a problem. The other myth is that Palestinians are all innocent in all of this. 
The people in Gaza are just innocent civilians. We've got to protect them at all cost. I'm going to play this interaction for you. I've played it before. This is one of the terrorists that went into Israel on October 7th. By his own account, he killed 10 Jews, slaughtered them, as he says. He takes one of their phones, calls his father on one of his victim's phones, and starts saying, you've got to see, I'm sending you pictures of all the dead people that I killed. And the father says back, Allah Akbar, praise God. Um, That's not an innocent Palestinian. That's not an innocent person who lives in Gaza that's praising his son for slaughtering Jewish people. This is the this is the phone call. Look how many I kill with my own hands. Your son killed Jews, he said. I'm inside. His father says, may God protect you. May God protect you, his father says. Are you telling me that's an innocent dude? Dad, I'm talking to you from a Jewish woman's phone. I killed her. I killed her husband. I killed 10 with my own hands, he says. Their blood is on our hands. Put mom on, he says. Oh, my son, God bless you, my son. God bless you. All the while, Allah Akbar, the father says. You telling me that's an innocent Palestinian? I don't think so. May I also remind you of what happened after the attack on Israel? These are demonstrators on the day of jihad, one day after this. Do you care about the babies that were beheaded? No, the babies they were never beheaded. That was a made-up story. How do you Not know? true. It's Show me the pictures now. So what about Show 19? me the pictures. You're a lion that, full of These You're people are nuts. They did not kill their babies. That is that So no babies. There's no validation of that whatsoever. They're nuts. There is no proof of that. Netanyahu is basically running his own narrative of what he wants to excuse himself. How does this end? Killing and genociding and holocausting all the Palestinians. Holocausting the Palestinians. When literally I just played you Palestinians saying praise be to God that you killed 10 of them with your own hands, son. I'm so I'm so proud of you. Here's a uh, Palestinian imam translated uh, for us. Listen. An infidel must not be venerated or glorified. Rather, he must be treated with degradation and contempt. May any hand extended to shake hands with that infidel be paralyzed. So you know who the infidels are. Welcome that enemy of Allah be cut off. The enemy of Allah be cut off. The infidels he's talking about are us and Joe Biden, by the way. They want us dead. That's just a religious leader. In Gaza. And yet, you got Americans who apparently didn't read the terms and conditions. May I remind you as well uh, about what happened um, about what happened on 9-11. You had Palestinians celebrating the death 
of 3,000 Americans. Peace sign from victory being displayed uh, in uh, East Jerusalem today among jubilant Palestinians. Look at them. Uh, that the United States had been subject to this attack. Cheering. What are we to make of that, Jennifer? Um, are we to, uh, Yasser Arafat may issue this condemnation. Look at this. We're seeing uh, people applauding, clapping, smiling, uh, happy to, to know that thousands of Americans have died in this sneak attack. And there you see a V for victory sign. Unbelievable, quite frankly. Uh, this is the kind of thing that's an out, that's an outrage and that needs to be addressed. Yet the Biden administration now wants to put a humanitarian pause on all of this. A humanitarian pause. For what? To allow Hamas to regroup? To ama- allow Hamas to stock up on supplies? And those kinds of things? So... Congressman Brian Mast from Florida, he is on the Foreign Affairs Subcommittee. He took a lot of heat for the soundbite that I'm about to play you. But I agree with Congressman Brian Mast. Listen to him, and I'm glad some member of Congress is saying this. I would encourage the other side to not so lightly throw around the idea of innocent Palestinian civilians as is frequently said. Uh, I don't think we would so lightly throw around the term innocent Nazi civilians during World War II. There's there's not this far stretch to say there are very few innocent Palestinian civilians. Agreed. I don't need to play that voicemail again from a father praising his son for the craziness that he did. Um, It is unbelievable to me. And yet now they start to back off support of Israel. The Biden administration does. To me, despicable. Here's John Kirby again outside the White House. The Palestinian people in Gaza, they're not represented by Hamas. Hamas doesn't represent their hopes and aspirations. for. How do you know that? This is the common theme. I, I believe it's propaganda. The Palestinians voted Hamas into office. Did they do it with probably threats? Probably. But they could also stand up to them too. You say enough is enough. Look what America did. America stood up to a tyrannical England and we said enough is enough. Justice and security and uh, and an independent state. Um, And I just think it's important to continue to remind people of that. Uh, Yes. Yes, it's important to remind people that the Palestinians are so innocent they have no blood on their hands. They, they have nothing to do with Hamas when they're literally cheering in the streets with Jews dying, Americans dying. Anytime there's a war on the Western world, the people of Palestine celebrate it, but yet John Kirby wants you to think, oh, they're the nicest folks in the world. Senator uh, Mike Braun says this. This is refreshing. I have never seen a major piece of legislation come out of either chamber that had a clear pay for. Generally, you never talk about that. That's why we're borrowing a trillion dollars every six months now. It was a trillion once a year when I got here five years ago. That is refreshing. And when you spend $80 billion uh, to add IRS agents, I think you could spare $14 billion of it. All right, so he's talking about the $14 billion set to go to Israel 
that the House of Representatives passed through. They want to take the $14 billion away from the $80 billion that they gave to IRS agents. Now, why don't we take it away earlier? If it was wasteful spending, why don't we take this and claw this back earlier? We tried, but we couldn't get it done in a bipartisan fashion because the left wants to fund the IRS and an agency that literally goes after hardworking Americans. That's their MO. Uh, the IRS, by the way, is the only agency I know of that goes against the idea of you're innocent until proven guilty. The IRS says you did something, you didn't pay your taxes, they seize your money, and then you have to prove to them why they shouldn't take your money. That that's, goes against everything America stands for. They need to prove why they should take your money and then take it, not the other way around. So we take the money from the IRS. Now, I will also say that Israel is a very wealthy nation. Much of the American economy goes through Tel Aviv with all the technology. Why are we funding Israel $14 billion? They knew what was coming. Maybe not on the day, but they knew certainly that was the goal of Hamas and Hezbollah. You needed to stock up. You need to stock up on ammunition. You need to stock up on your Iron Dome ammunition. Instead, they turn to America. America's flat broke, and apparently we're out of ammunition too. So uh, we don't want to take it away from the IRS, if we're going to send it to them, but I'd rather not send any money and just offer up military help. We'll pay for our own military. We'll offer you up ballistic missiles being sent from our destroyers in the region. But even if you go, okay, well, we'll take it from the IRS. You want to know the Biden administration's reasoning about why that's a bad idea? This is crazy insanity. Listen to this. Honestly, they're making this package much more expensive by getting rid of IRS enforcement which is really about ensuring that we have revenue into the federal government. So her saying is if you get rid of the IRS, they're going to make the matters worse. Under that reasoning, we should just send a trillion dollars to the IRS and then we'll have a balanced budget. It doesn't make any sense. All right, folks, um, listen to me. PatriotMobile.com is where I want you to go. PatriotMobile.com. Uh, they're doing it right when it comes to cell phone service. 100% U.S.-based customer service, which is what I love. The woke mobile companies, man, are pushing all of this craziness. For years, they've been dumping millions into liberal causes. Well, Patriot Mobile has flipped the script, baby. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. It's why I have a Patriot Mobile phone. My son has a Patriot Mobile phone. We uh, made the switch. And it was so easy. You just call customer service, 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. Here, I'll put it up on the screen. Use the promo code GRANT for free activation. Uh, PatriotMobile.com forward slash grant is the website. Use promo code GRANT for free activation. But if you're sick and tired of having leftist propaganda jammed down your throat, then switch to Patriot Mobile. They're not going to do that, I promise you. You'll be sending a message. You support free speech, religious liberty, our veterans, our first responders, Second Amendment, sanctity of life, all of these things. Patriot Mobile holds near and dear. PatriotMobile.com forward slash grant 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. I urge you to uh, give them a call today. Switching is so easy. Just use the promo code GRANT for free activation. All right. What about the terror threat here in America? How bad is it? Do we know that we we have it? Um, 
I'm not convinced that we do, especially after this from Christopher Ray. Reality is that the Jewish community is uniquely, uniquely targeted by pretty much every terrorist organization across the spectrum. And when you look at a, a group that makes up 2.4% roughly of the American population, it should be jarring to everyone that that same population accounts for something like 60% of all religious-based hate crimes. Uh, and so they need our help. All right, wait a second. So then why is Kamala Harris offering up an Islamophobia task force? That doesn't make any sense. Christopher Ray just acknowledged that Jewish people are the main on the receiving end of this hate, and yet the Biden administration ignores it. And I'm not a fan of Christopher Ray. Here's why apparently the FBI has taken its ball. Uh, what am I saying? Apparently the FBI has taken its eye off the ball of what's important to keep us all safe. So, Director Ray, can you say that we do not have either individual foreign terrorists or terror cells affiliated with foreign groups currently operating in the United States? Well, we're not we're not tracking that. But uh, again, I come point back to what it is. The gaps in our intelligence are real. um, And it's something that we have concerns about. The gaps in the intelligence are real and they have concerns about it. Yeah, they better have concerns about it. We're in deep trouble with this stuff. And that's what we get. There are gaps. You didn't know about all this? My Lord. Oh, it, it really is depressing. You know, I, I, I want to say this too. I do three hours of radio in the morning. And then I'll do this podcast anywhere from, I don't know, 30 minutes to an hour long. And then I do the Real America's Voice show, and we go through all of the craziness. The left continues to disappoint me, anger me, uh, scare me. You've got our enemies on the move. That's frightening as well because America's not prepared to take them on. And you get negative. And so I don't know about you folks, but if you get that negativity feeling and then you start snapping at the people you love, It's so important not to. You've got to get that back in check. You can't let this stuff affect you that you go home and you're angry at your family. I caught myself doing that. My very special lady friend who who, who I'm just so, so, so um, in love with. um, I found myself jumping on, not on her, but on something she sent me. And I got so negative about it. And then I realized, man, I'm just really getting hammered down by all of this stuff. So I called her and I apologized. I said, I don't mean to be negative like that. It's just, you know, everything's, everything's piling on. But you can't make excuses. You got to keep positive through this, especially around your family. Because when you consume all this all day long, it can get really, really bad. And it weighs on you. And you worry about your country. You worry about your family's future. All of this stuff. It's no wonder so many people are grumpy out there right now, but, uh, but don't be grumpy. Um, Hey folks, I'll tell you why you shouldn't be grumpy because maybe you put some money into gold and then you don't care what the stock market does because gold has protected you and your portfolio. It's a great hedge against inflation. Inflation is still through the roof. We've got digital currencies uh, literally being pushed on a global level 
on a national level, you name it. They want to be able to track how you spend your money. You can't do that with gold. So I say put it in your gun safe, bury it in your backyard, hide it in your grandma's attic, but start collecting it, start hoarding it. Don't worry about the price of gold. Just start collecting it as a physical commodity, gold you can hold, and uh, and it'll help you protect that portfolio you work so hard for. Here's what I want you to do. Go to MidasGoldGroup.com, MidasGoldGroup.com. Pay them a visit, 855-322-GOLD. Uh, 855-322-GOLD is the number. And um, talk to them about what is right for you. If you're in California, they got an office in Thousand Oaks. But here's the thing about Midas Gold Group. They're veteran-owned, but even more than that, I know these guys personally. I know a lot of them there. Uh, all of them are super nice, super trustworthy. And uh, I tell all my friends and family, if you're thinking about investing in precious metals, go to Midas Gold Group. MidasGoldGroup.com, MidasGoldGroup.com. Pay them a visit today imperative that we do it um would you like to see a little joe biden just to end it out just just so we we see what we have as commander-in-chief we also have to remember that hamas does not represent let me say it again hamas does not represent the vast majority of the palestinian people on the gaza strip or anywhere else uh yes it does yes it does Kathy Hochul, the governor of New York. And I needed to see and bear witness and tell the stories upon my return to strengthen our resolve to eradicate evil and places uh, in Gaza and free the Palestinians from the stranglehold of Hamas. Free the Palestinians. Oh, gosh. I, I can't help it. I've, I've, I've got to do it. Free the Palestinians. Free the Palestinians. Open your WhatsApp, Dad. I killed them with my own hands. I killed them. Allah Akbar, may God protect you. His father says, may God protect you. I killed them with my own hands. I killed her and her husband. I can't take it. What is with the nonsense? The Democrats need to knock it off. Here's what needs to happen. I could solve this whole problem very, very quickly. Joe Biden needs to come out and denounce Hamas. Joe Biden needs to tell the leader of Hezbollah, who just came out and basically declared war on the United States, forget about Israel. He called us the great Satan. He said he'd shoot down our military, continue attacks on our soldiers in Iraq and Afghanistan and other places around the globe. Joe Biden needs to come out and say, hey, leader of Hezbollah, guess what? Look up in the sky. There's going to be a ballistic missile headed for your eyeballs. We know where you live. We're coming for you. We're going to get you. Hey, the leaders of Iran, we're coming for you too. We're going to take out your nuclear facilities. We're going to take out your oil refineries. And if you start shipping oil to China, we might just take out your oil vessels as well. Oh, no, that would cause an environmental catastrophe. So maybe we'll just have Navy SEALs blow up the motors and engines of those, of those tankers. Send a real message. And then say, China, knock it off. You want to still trade with us? Stop supporting enemies of the United States of America. Use real economic sanctions, use the might of the military, and all of this goes away lickety-split. Uh, hey, folks, I so appreciate you listening, watching today. If you're watching on Rumble, Getter, or Facebook, please hit the like button. Share the video when we're done. Share it to your timeline. Spread this word far and wide. Go to GrantStinchfield.com. Subscribe to all of the platforms, please. Uh, and, of course, don't forget, you can catch me on Real America's Voice tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern time. 
where we cover all the news of the day. And it's a great show, and I love it over at Real America's Voice. So um, it's a pleasure. It really is. And again, remember my other little piece of advice. Stay positive. All right? Stay positive. Don't take all this out on the people that you love. That's going to do it for us today, folks. I'm Grant Stinchfield. Stinchfield's Army Rolls. See you at Real America's Voice tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Time.